Hey, Big Dreamers, welcome to the eighth episode of the Big Dreamers podcast. I am your host, Tifisayo. This is a community where we share our big dreams and how we can overcome the others of life, thereby growing together. Today, I have invited a guest named Amin, also known as Everything I Add on Instagram. She is a creative engineer and branding specialist who would share with us how she has evolved from being an engineer to also being an all-round creative. So make sure you stay tuned for this one. Hi, Amin. How are you doing? Good, Fisayo. How are you? Good. Thank you. I'm very well. Thank you. So thanks a lot for joining the podcast today. No problem at all. Yes. So for those who are listening, um, Amin is a lot of things, and I'll let her do justice to her introduction. But I met her through, I got to know her through Instagram. She does wonderful stuff. But before I go ahead and say anything else, can you please introduce yourself? Um, my name is Amin, <laughs> and uh, I'm, the, I'm the founder of a, of a community um, that was built out of a brand called Everything Not Art. And yeah. the brand is basically a call to action, developing people to think outside of the box, to innovate outside of the box. And while we're doing that, I feel like we'll be changing the narrative in Nigeria, in Africa, and in the communities that are beyond the continent. And it started with a hashtag, everything not art, which means that everything is art and that we should be able to see everything around us, inside of us, ahead of us, and behind us in our past, present, and future as art. There's an art to the way you speak. There's an art to the way you create. There's an art to the way you write. There's an art to the way you love. There's an art to the way you cultivate relationships and connections in your network. So, yeah, so that's it in a nutshell. What did you study, if I may ask, actually? Oh, well, I'm an engineer. I studied engineering. So how did that, like, how did deviation into art? Um, so I don't believe that you have to deviate. I believe that you don't have to be. So one of the things I just mentioned a few seconds ago is not Mm -hmm. being, being a thought leader and not being placed inside of a box. So Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that believes if you're a doctor and you want to paint, nobody says you can also be a fantastic artist and a fantastic painter. So engineering is what I studied in school. It's what I do in my career and I've done that for over a decade but outside of that I'm much more than just an engineer I I'm a creative I love photography I do graphic design I love to write I love um, portraiture I love to travel there's more things um, that encompass this masterpiece that has made me who I am and that Mm -hmm. art a piece of art that I am there's more to me than just you know my title at work so how did that happen? Easily. Yeah. Just don't get put in a box and you do all the things you're interested in doing and then you can be whoever you want to be, literally. So I awesome. so that came about by just me cultivating my other experiences in life and also the things that I love to do. And so, yeah, that's it. It's just a manifestation of me just being myself wholeheartedly other than just a title. So here's the thing. So I, I know people evolve. So some people are at a stage in, in their life, they don't know what they want to do, while some are yet to even discover more. How did you, I don't know, how did you discover more about yourself and what you do now? Um, I think it's a process, right? So we're all living, yeah. we're all living life and 
every day, every step you take in one direction can lead you to another direction. And sometimes you don't plan to go in one direction, but then, you know, Mm -hmm. the steps that you're taking just happen to put you there. So I feel like uh, everything that you experience in life is up to you to say, okay, you know, I want to explore this more. Or you might say, okay, I don't really like, I I experienced that. I don't really like it. Let me try this. So how did I get here? Um, Mm -hmm. Like I said, so when my Instagram first started, I was basically sharing and things like that. And you kind of get to feel how people respond to you and your content and whatever it is that you're offering. And so people would come to me a lot and ask me questions, you know, and I was happy to answer. And uh, that's it. I, it just, sometimes people make you an accidental influencer. Mm. I didn't plan, you know, I've been on Instagram since 2012 and it's 2019. So that's seven years, but I was not always doing what I'm doing now on Instagram. My, right. my brand has manifested itself in different ways. I used to do home decor. Definitely. I used to do so many different things. So Mm-hmm. Um, it's a process. It's a process of continually growing and continually having this hunger for learning. That's one thing that has never changed in my life. I've always wanted to learn more and I've always taught myself how to do certain things. I taught myself photography. I taught myself um, graphic design. These are not things that I went to formal school or training for. So I mm-hmm. think just embracing your environment and embracing the process of learning can lead you anywhere, to be honest. So what, what um, engineer are you actually? Um, I studied chemical engineering and mechanical engineering. So you're both, you're still practicing them, them now? Yes. I work in the oh, that's field. good. Mm-hmm. So I work in the utility that's field. Okay. I have over 10 years in utility engineering um, or utility services, energy, the energy sector. So, yeah. So talking about having to learn all that skills, I think it's one of the... Um, how would I say it's a must have I don't know I say skill or must have or must do thing in 2019 if you want to remain relevant one of the reasons why I invited you to this podcast is because I saw so much value that I believe you could add to the audience listening um because this is a big Jumas podcast right and I see that you 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 have um how would I say it you embody the values that I want people to learn, basically. Okay, thank you. Yeah, sure. So, is, are there any challenges you faced in the past, I don't know, 10 years in business and life that I think people can learn from? Of course. <laughs> um, I've, I've faced a lot of challenges, uh, personal challenges in my personal life. Um, that really set me back and really made me sometimes in some instances I had to start over Um, and I think that those things can be considered failure I'm also not afraid to Mm -hmm. fail I'm I'm not afraid to fail I'm not afraid to um, recognize that failure in and of itself is a part of life and it's a part of the journey so what I would tell people is wherever you find yourself Um, the ability to be able to pick up from where you left off by even simply doing the things that come naturally to you. So you can even either make a living or even make impact. So, um, yes. So I would tell people in a nutshell that fail, 
fail comfortably. Understand that failure is it's you suppose you're supposed to be comfortable with failure. Not to say that you want to fail, but that if you do, if you put your best in something and you fail at it, or you don't achieve what you wanted to achieve, I'm sure that there are lessons within that process that will take you to the next level because you have learned from the failure. That's the mistake. Mm -hmm. If you truly learn from the failure, then to me, it's not a failure. It's just a lesson or an area of development. But if you don't learn from it and you keep making the same mistakes over and over, I think that's when your failure is really genuinely a failure. But other than that, the, <laughs> yeah. failure, the failure to me is, is good. It's a way to learn. When you, when you make mistakes, you're able to move to the next level and say, oh, well, I know I'm not going to make that mistake again. And you can move forward and grow and, you know, contribute in a way that is meaningful because you've experienced certain things that maybe others would have just given up but you decided to keep going. So I think failure is a good thing, especially if you're learning from it. So is there something you, is there a story you want to use to back that up? Oh, well, I think I just backed it up. You know, if you, <laughs> if you, <laughs> you, you want something uh, specific. Well, well, maybe a true life story that will relate to anybody listening or even to myself. Um, well, you know, there will be times where maybe you have a sickness and, you know, you, the sickness literally snatches your life away from you. And there's so many things in your life that have changed because you were ill. Um, maybe you had to leave your job. Maybe your relationship was broken. Um, I think that you need to take what I just said earlier, which is Sometimes life, you know, deals you certain cards and there's nothing you can do about it other yeah. than take the cards and say, okay, I'm going to flip this around and this is what I want the narrative to be rather than making your life story mm -hmm. about a specific event and just ending it there. I think that you should take whatever experiences that you have as an individual, because we all have different experiences, different setbacks, different painful moments in our life. And just take mm -hmm. that moment and decide to own it in a way that, um, you know, that helps you heal. And uh, You know, sometimes it's easier to heal. It's easier to take that decision if you have sometimes supportive people around you. Or if you invest in knowing more, reading books that would open your mind. Mm -hmm. Or just listening to your pastor, some words. Well, if what happens when you're in a negative environment that would that would not be able to help you drive in that difficult moment well what i really i don't want to get too into god and stuff but really in certain difficult moments mm -hmm. if you don't have god if you're not let's say you're not really close to god i think that's a time yeah. to try and get close to god if that's not mm -hmm. your thing um, yeah, talk to friends if you, if you want to. Some people don't want to talk to people that they know in times of difficulty. Some people talk to strangers in those times of difficulty. So I think that um, having, a, having people that you can talk to and relate to, at least people who can listen to you, is a way to help yourself through that. Um, being able to write your problems down also can provide some solace. Um, and you'll be surprised how writing the problems down can end you. You can end up with a book, you know, so write, <laughs> write your problems down. Yeah. Talk about it. Talk about it to yourself if you have to, to a friend, to God, to a community of people if you have them yeah, at a church or a mosque. 
um, you know, if you don't want to talk to anybody, use it, use certain ch channels as a channel to to relieve yourself of that pain. And that channel could be writing, a channel could be starting a movement, a channel could be starting a support group. So yeah, there's definitely many ways you can go around that, you know. And it's not easy. It's not easy. It's a process. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So what's the biggest um, uh, achievement you've had that you're most proud of? In my life or professional, personal? Uh, professional, professional. Professional? Um, yeah. Just always, always being um, a person that people can see is going to bring 100% to the table. So in my professional life, in both my career and my entrepreneur life, um, I like when people reach out to me and feel like I'm the only one that can complete the job. I'm the only, mm. if, even though there's a million other creatives or a million other engineers, if someone feels like I mean is the person that can get this done, I feel like that's an accomplishment. It's those little accomplishments that to me is the biggest thing. But my greatest life's work is just being able to impact even one life. And I feel like I've done that. So if, I, if my life were to end tomorrow, I feel like I've impacted a lot of people, but at least one person, you know, that feels like what they've learned from me, whether directly or indirectly, has taught them something. And then they use that lesson that they were taught to do something better for their lives or their family's lives. So that's pretty much it. So what was your why factor, your why behind you wanting to impact lives? Oh, my why is simply, I feel it's my duty when God gives you certain gifts, I feel mm -hmm. it's my duty to pass that on. I don't want to die um, with these gifts not untapped. So mm -hmm. the, there's a bit of selfishness, meaning I want to fulfill <laughs> what God wants me to do. And then Definitely. there's a bit of a community when I see other people I feel like through me fulfilling my purpose, other people will fulfill their purpose because there's nothing like seeing someone who is just like you, a human being just like you, who doesn't have any maybe extra special things like maybe an extreme amount of wealth and they, you feel like they come from the same place as you and they're doing it and it should motivate you. You know, well, if this yeah. person is doing it, then I can do it. So um, yeah, that's my why is basically to make sure that people who are underprivileged um, or people who came from backgrounds like mine, which is normal backgrounds, nothing, no family that's extremely wealthy, can, can still make a, a, I don't want to say name because it's not about fame for me, but to make something of themselves that makes them happy first. You know, that they can look at themselves and say, you know, I'm really proud of you, self. You know, I'm happy you did this, self. You know, self, you're really doing well, self. So I think make themselves <laughs> happy and then also yeah. impact people and help other people become happy. So that's it. So talking about evolving, I once used to be a makeup artist, right? Mm -hmm. And that was when I was in school. Oh, mm -hmm. um, that was about four years ago, I don't know, five years ago. And once I finished school, I started NYC. NYC, I was kind of very bored. I said, what am I going to do in my life? And I started reading books. And all of a sudden, I started a blog, mostly because I wanted to give back what I was learning from the book. I felt like nobody should 
I mean, people should know this. I cannot owe this knowledge all to myself. Let me give back all the knowledge. And of course, I started with the, bo- the, the blog inspiring people based on all I have read. And then it has evolved into a travel blog, tourism. So much, I've identified so much. Gap. So what I'm trying to bring out here is um, how things changed for me in terms of... Um, you mentioned earlier having to come out of your shell and not being boxed, right? Mm-hmm. Because today people ask me, why did you stop the makeup artist? I, 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 my answer keeps, or I keep saying, we all evolve. Like you keep learning something new about yourself. You can't be in the same position for the rest of your life, right? Yeah. And the more you evolve, the more you grow. Mm-hmm. My next question now is, what books have gotten you to the point you are? What are the books that have helped shape your life? Um... Well, I've read a lot of books in my life. So which particular ones have helped shape my life? Um, I, I've read books. I've been reading since I was like a kid. So I would say, I would, can I talk about the recent ones that are? Anyone, relevant? yeah, anyone. So I think people should read, yeah. So there's this book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. I don't want to curse on this podcast, but uh, do you <laughs> yeah, know that's fine. Okay, no, so, I don't know it. No, I don't know it. Okay, the subtle art of not giving an F is um, basically it's uh, it's a book about self discovery and realizing that you know you can't live your life for others, and the minute you let go of the opinions of others, you will find not only peace but self confidence. And a self-confidence that allows you to say no to the things that are not giving you peace and say yes to the things that are. So that's, that's one book. Another book um, that really touched me was uh, Big Magic. And that was by Elizabeth Gilbert. And she talks okay. about... Big Magic. Big Magic. The Creative Living, Creative Living Beyond Fair is what the subtitle is. Yeah, so okay. she talks about how you live a creative life and how you know, if you let go of fear. So they're basically like the same book, but different titles. And then one is like cursing, you know, <laughs> um, but, but, the, okay. but it's, they're both very powerful. Another one that I just read yesterday, which I asked people on my Instagram, you know, do they have it is uh, how to steal like an artist. So it's funny because inside of the book, I feel like I wrote the book and mm. inside of the book, he's talking about how you know, nothing under the sun is invented. That kind of, you know, everybody kind of flips the script and to do it in an artful way is to not copy, but to kind of reinvent all the time. Mm. And he also wrote another one, that's Austin Cleon. And he also wrote another one called Show Your Work. Um, And Show Your Work is basically saying, show people the process in which you create and it'll create more value towards your brand. And people know that, you know, what you, what's behind the work that they see. They see the final product, but what's behind that? Um, right. Do you want more books? What's the reason, what's the reason why you suggested to show your work? Why he suggested? Yeah. Oh, because um, let's say, for instance, I create, let's say, for instance, I wrote a book. If you yeah. don't know that, you know, it took me hours upon hours and weeks and months to to really put this together if i just come out tomorrow and say guys i wrote a book maybe you make it can make someone have the false pretense that this is this is easy <laughs> that this is easy yeah. something you just whip up 
taking your readers or your followers or your audience along the process in my eyes helps them to appreciate you what you're offering and the product more when okay. i i i released a book last year in november i didn't tell anybody on my page that i was releasing the book but i just told a few friends and those few friends you know i took them along i also own a printing company so in lagos so i took them along the process oh guys this is what i want the cover to be like they saw it oh guys this is what i'm thinking the inside would be like they saw it those friends i saw their excitement when the final book was printed because they knew what the process was about so i think that's what he's mm -hmm. trying to say that taking people along the process not every single thing but you know giving them updates on the process helps people it helps people value the process it helps them know that they too can do it and uh yes yeah, so i think those three books three four books right now are what are like on my mind right now yeah okay so what's your advice to everybody trying to dream big and with the fact that so many limiting factors surrounding your goals your aspirations what advice do you have for them the advice i have is to definitely don't think that any dream is too big for you because there are things that i used to tell myself in my head but i wouldn't vocalize it because i thought like there's no way right. nobody would <laughs> Nobody's I got related, to... man. <laughs> yeah, so it, it happens, right? But the thing is, and I'm giving myself this advice because I'm a work in progress. So the mm -hmm. thing is, um, you have to take baby steps. So, and if you don't have any, if you have a goal, a goal is not enough if you don't have a plan to get it. So if mm. your goal is to, is to write a book, then your plan should be every week, you know, put something together that you want in that book. If mm -hmm. your goal is to start speaking on international panels, then your plan should be, one, to invest in learning how to do so. Two, you know, start looking at opportunities online on how to get there. So if your goal is to um, start a social media WhatsApp group, then you need to start slowly having a plan to show people on Instagram or wherever your audience is that, hey, you know, I'm an authority on this topic. I know what I'm talking about when I talk about branding. So that by the time you release a link to the WhatsApp group about branding that they already consider you an expert in, the link gets full, the group gets full in 60 seconds because they know that you're coming with facts and you're coming with valuable value. information. If you don't do that and you just say, hi guys, I'm starting a WhatsApp group, this is the amount it's gonna cost. Even if it's free, some people won't rush it. They won't try to get into it because they, they don't see you. You haven't established yet that they can trust you as an authority on that topic. It's like me right. coming out of nowhere and saying, I'm going to release a sneaker. Do you know me for doing anything fashion? Does, uh, does my page tell you that I'm into sneaker fashion or that I'm a sneaker designer? So you have to understand that you're telling a story before you get to that goal that you're trying to get to. So you need to um, take baby steps. So that's my advice. That's awesome. Thanks a lot for that advice. And thanks for joining too. And if you're listening to this podcast and you feel like you need to ask any questions or leave any comments, you can always do that by um, downloading the Apple app and asking, just clicking on send a message on my page. That's the Pisayo on Anchor or any 
podcast channel you're li- using to listen to the podcast. So yes, I mean that's all for today. Thanks again for joining. Thank you. That was short and sweet. Thank you. Yes, I forgot to ask about how you have been able to balance being a mother and being a creative and being a career woman at the same time. Actually. Well, I believe there's 24 hours in a day, so I just mm-hmm. try to maximize it. You're not perfect on all the things that you are every single day. There'll be days where maybe I'm not doing my best on my creative side. There'll be days where, you know, maybe I have to take time off of work to get other things done. So just maximize the 24 hours that you have and do your best. That's it. You're not perfect. You're not a perfect human being. Nobody is. So that's all. I, I think that um, having that mindset can change a lot. And also, but it's not easy. <laughs> it's not easy, truly. Because mm-hmm. I've experienced being a creative for over going to three years now. Mm-hmm. At the beginning, when I first, um, when I started my full time creative journey, um, which was about a year ago, it means I, I stopped my nine to five to focus on my brand. Mm-hmm. Having to balance my personal life with every other thing and my like, it was basically just a struggle at the beginning. I had to later structure my life. Like the point is that at the beginning it was not easy because um I was now the boss of myself, right? So <laughs> if so I was there, so that's what I wanted to know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. That's when you know also if what you truly um if you say you re- truly want something, whether you're gonna do it or not. Yeah. That's when you know if you really do have the passion for it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, outside of that, if you guys want to reach me, since you said it's ending, um, yeah, I, I can be found. <laughs> I can be found on LinkedIn, which is Amin A M I N, and then my last initial A, and then you can find me on Instagram at everything not art, not art, everything then N A A R T. You can also find me on uh, Twitter with the same handle, everything not art. And of course, if you ever want to email me, you have any questions, you can do that. My email is found both on my LinkedIn as well as my Instagram page. And my website, my new website is coming very soon. Very, very soon. Isn't it everythingad.org? Yes, but that's that's my current blog, but I have a website that I am um, launching very soon. It's going to be totally different. I'm rebranding it. Awesome. So we'll watching the space guys That's at right. everything that arts <laughs> That's on right. instagram That's yeah right. so thanks again i mean you're welcome thank you for having me that's all from this episode with Amin. I hope you enjoyed and learned a lot. If there's two things I want to draw out on this episode, it's one learn from your failures and let it help you grow. Two What's the second thing actually? <laughs> um, plan for success. Um, don't let, um, don't just wish, don't just set a goal, plan for it. Okay, that's all. It's been real, <laughs> and I'm happy that she um, was able to inspire myself, and I hope she was able to inspire you too. Do not forget that you can always join us every Friday, listen to this podcast, Defisayo. The Big Dreamers Podcast, beg your pardon, with the Fisayo. Every Friday by 1 p.m. Um, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever you actually use to listen to podcasts, it's limitless. You can just search for the Big Dreamers Podcast. We're everywhere. And please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Fisayo. 
um instagram twitter facebook everywhere at the visayo it is spelled t-h-e-f-i-s-a-y-o and if you want to send me an email i usually um hello at the visayo that's h-e-l-l-o at the visayo yes i also have a youtube channel where we talk about tourism travels and inspiration the visayo too on youtube yeah it's been real it's been fun and I hope to hear from you or see you same time next week Friday. Till next time, do not forget to stay awesome, stay inspired. Peace!